Good morning and welcome to Fireside Chats on the Young Mind, brought to you by Old Firehouse School. I think this is an eighth or ninth podcast. We're enjoying the fact that we have, I think, about 60 to 70 listeners so far. We hope it's going to get bigger and bigger. Today, we have a topic that has been concerned to so many parents, and all parents, basically, of young children, and that is food in young children, particularly nutrition in young children. And we have today with us Carrie Berkeley. Carrie was a parent here for five years at Old Firehouse School. She's a nutritionist, a nutrition educator. She's done things like meal delivery services. She consults with moms about breastfeeding, and she consults with people or children with special needs. So, Carrie, I guess my first big question is, why is it so hard for children to like healthy foods? That is a great question. The number one reason kids don't typically like healthy foods is because they don't like the taste of healthy foods. Why is this? Because processed foods are quite literally chemically altered to increase the pleasure response in the brain. So there are hordes of scientists backed by lots of dollars that make packaged and processed foods as appealing and addictive as possible. This, of course, makes you eat more than you actually need to, which really contributes to our obesity epidemic in this country. So one easy rule I like to recommend to parents and clients is that if you don't know what an ingredient is, don't eat it. If you don't recognize it and you don't know what it is, just don't eat it. And if you truly can't pass it up, then go ahead and research it first. So at least you're making an informed decision about what you're putting into your body or your child's body. So foods have these food additives, which are chemicals added to improve taste, flavor, appearance, and even shelf life and texture. It's difficult to compare a whole unprocessed apple to an apple product that has been modified and altered to maximize the flavor and packaged in some fun squeeze tube thing that has your kid's favorite cartoon character on it. Well, are they going to want that squeezy tube or are they going to want to bite into that apple? So the downside of these processed foods are that they have minimum amount of nutrients available. So the more processed a food is, the less nutrients it contains. So that apple and that apple skin and that delicious apple right off the tree has a maximum amount of nutrients. Every time you process a food, you remove nutrients from that food. And so when you're eating these things, they just don't have all the nutrients that you need to develop. And some of these additives also contribute to disorders like ADHD and autism. And like I said before, the obesity epidemic, because when you're not getting enough nutrients, you tend to overeat. We also have Alex Dutton here with us, who's the program director for Lafayette. Alex, I think you had an idea about this, didn't you? Well, I remember hearing that it was really important when you're at the grocery store to actually shop mostly the perimeter of the grocery store and not as much in the middle, because in the middle is where all the processed stuff is. And on the outside is where all the refrigerated fresh things are, the fruits, the vegetables, milk, meats, and cheeses, and it just maybe you think grocery stores are actually designed in a very particular way that um, when you go in the aisles, it's easy to kind of get lost in them a little bit and then just choose the, the really yummy crackers that I know my kid will eat and maybe less likely to go into the vegetable aisle. Absolutely true. That's actually a service that I offer to people that don't know how to grocery shop. I will go to the grocery store with them and teach them how to navigate a grocery store without being mm-hmm. subjected to all of the marketing that goes on because grocery stores at the end of the day also need to meet their own bottom line. So they funnel you towards the processed food. Sometimes you run directly into a giant processed food uh, installation before you can get to your whole foods. And it looks so good. Why do I have all these muffins in my basket? I really need (laughs) lettuce. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Go ahead, Carrie. 
So another point is that grocery stores play strategically place products um, at eye level for children and towards the front of the store because they start to lose interest once you reach the back of the store. So towards the front of the store, you have all of these um, colorful, cartoony products that are at eye level. So you also have to help keep your, if your kids are with you, you have to kind of keep them on the perimeter of the store, head straight for the produce and fresh vegetables. One one of the rules in line with what you were just saying that I uh, recommend to people is to just start on the perimeter of the store and fill up your cart. Mm-hmm. And if you need a specific packaged item, go in and get that item, but don't browse those inner aisles. Or just never bring your children with you. Or just the never. That's where the meltdowns happen. You right know what there. I used to do, actually? I used to bring a um, shopping cart. When, when my kids were toddlers, I used to bring a shopping cart, one of those Alex... Um, What's the name? Alex and, yeah, the Alex brand. Right? The Alex yeah. brand uh, shopping carts in the back of my car, believe it or not, and give him his own shopping cart, and he would have his own little list, and he would go around and collect oh, items on the list, and idea. I would put, you know, baby carrots and things that were healthy, oh, and he would have to go find them, yeah. which would keep him busy enough that I could go get the things I actually <laughs> needed. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, so that's a helpful. And it helps build that good habit. Too. Yeah, 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 and he loved. It was like an Easter egg hunt. I mean, he would love to go uh, find the things yeah. on the list. Yeah. yeah. So you've convinced us about the need for healthy foods, but how is it that you introduce children to, let's say, a new food when they really don't want to try it? What do you do? That is a good question. There is no really kind of uh, golden egg on this one. There's no real magic to it. One thing you can do is try and get your kids involved in the food process in every way possible. So let them help make the shopping list. You can create a family cookbook or, you know, with recipes that everyone likes. So that's kind of a fun thing to do. So whenever you're trying to decide what's going to be for dinner, you get out the family cookbook and pick some items You and let them help prepare foods. And that can be simple things. Even toddlers can get the mixing spoon and come over and pull up a stool and stir a thing and let them help plan what's going to be for dinner. Any way that you can think of to get them involved in the process. They can get out ingredients and stir and chop and push buttons. And I know we are all so busy, but you really just do the best that you can. There are lots of different ways to let them be a part of the process. Even if that means a quick conversation at bedtime about what a good breakfast might be the next morning, that's still helping oh, them idea. be engaged. Yeah. I mean, next best thing is try and grow your own food if you can. It doesn't have to be a full-on backyard garden. You can have just a small container of herbs, mm-hmm. a window a window container of herbs. And if they feel like they're part of the process of taking care of those plants, they're much more likely to eat them. The best way to introduce kids to new foods is to really just create a situation where they feel like they are choosing. There's actually a study that was done in 2012 from the University of Alberta that shows that kids who help cook are hungrier for healthy foods and much more likely to eat them. So also talk to your kids why it is important to eat healthy foods and what processed foods can do to us over time and about the nutrients that help our bodies grow. I talk to my kids about this all the time. That's a good point because I I will say kind of the blanket statement of this is just unhealthy for you. And that doesn't necessarily mean they'll hear that word, but that probably doesn't mean anything to them. Right. Being able to actually explain why it's unhealthy. The easy one for mom is like, your teeth, you already have five cavities. Right. You know, this is not good for those cavities. Yeah, have those conversations. You know, I've talked to my kid. My kids, of course, are kids of a nutritionist. So (laughs) they know about food additives and food chemicals and why they can't stop eating that bag of Doritos, why isn't I can't stop eating this? Because there are chemicals in there designed to make me continue to eat them. 
Well, what about whether some parents pressure children to eat, other children don't have that? Alex, you had a story of Well, I just, childhood. my rule at my house when I was a little girl, and I was a very slow eater, was that everybody would be done. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. would be done, and I would not be anywhere near done, and then I would want to get up because everybody else was getting up, but my rule was I had to finish a certain portion on the plate. And I just, I remember being in tears sometimes because I'm like, I don't want to eat anymore. And yes. and there's my parents insisting this is what needs to happen because you need to eat food. And I have a very good eater at home and I have a eater, an eater who's a little bit more like me. And I'm constantly having to just set a limit of some sort, but trying to not make it so awful that dinner is no longer fun. But I also want my child to eat something and not be, you know, at bedtime. Can I have some crackers? Because I'm actually hungry. No, this is why, this is what dinner is for. Yes. And then on the other side, when I was growing up, there were four kids and there was never enough food and it was whoever could get it fastest. Oh, right. Yeah. So it's two two ends of a spectrum here, Carrie. So what would you suggest for parents to do? So I also have two opposite eaters at home. I have one child with a relatively low body mass index who needs to eat more food. And I have one child who has a lot of trouble stopping eating. He, he really needs help in making those choices. So my mantra to parents is our job is to provide a variety of healthy food options for our children. And their job is really to decide which of these foods they want to eat and how much. And this can be really difficult to follow through with. And this is, of course, as long as our child is still within normal range for their development. If, if that's not the case, then there are other steps that need to be taken for that. But if they're in normal range, um, if kids don't feel like they have ownership of, over what they eat, they tend to do things like sneak food or binge on unhealthy foods when they get the opportunity and just not enjoy mealtime or eating in general. So in the way that you offer healthy foods to your children, Mm-hmm. Um, like, is it just, okay, you come home from school, like here are your options. Is yep. That, okay. Absolutely. These are your healthy options. Which one of those things would you like? Okay. Um, so forcing your kids to eat everything on their plate can really lead to like overeating and food aversion and things in the future. It just becomes a very not pleasurable experience for everyone. It's also difficult uh, as a parent when your kids aren't eating enough, you feel like they're not eating enough. So one thing you can do is allow your kids to serve themselves and how much do they think they can eat? And then they can have more if they need it. And then if they don't eat their food, those leftovers go into their lunch or snack for the next day. Oh, okay. And we do that with our picky eater a lot because he would constantly ask for this like major amount of food mm-hmm. and eat a few bites and be done. Right. And so that we said, okay, so you can serve yourself any of these healthy food options. And anything that's left on your plate is for going into your lunch the next day or going to be your snack after school. That sounds great. Uh, One other note on that, it's not recommended to ever use food as a punishment or a reward. It's difficult. We are also guilty of saying, you know, if you can just finish that last little bit, you can have dessert. Right. We do too. (laughs) If you try to remember that food is really nourishment and um, it's really recommended that dessert is a separate issue and shouldn't be tied to eating all of your dinner. So the way we deal with that is you pick nights that are going to be dessert nights. On Wednesdays and Fridays, we have dessert, and it really should be independent of whether they eat all of their dinner or not, Um, so that they're not tied together, so that they're not going to overeat so they get that that dessert. dessert. It really should be a separate thing. Just choose decent desserts, you know, like really good ice cream is fine, Mm -hmm. or a really good kind of baked 
product that doesn't have a ton of chemicals or processed stuff or additives right. in it is a fine dessert. Letting your kids have dessert from time to time is absolutely fine. I like those ideas. I do too. So another question we have, Carrie, is what are some sneaky, clever ways to give uh, children good food uh, that they will love? That's a great question, actually. Um, so a few ideas are definitely smoothies. You can really sneak some things into smoothies. I put things in my kids' smoothies like chia seeds, various nuts, spinach, even beets. And there are tons of good recipes out there. If you just go on the internet and look for smoothie recipes for kids, you can find all kinds of great things and great ways to put uh, sneaky things in. You know, I even actually recommend adding some supplements in there for really picky eaters. My younger child is such a picky eater. There's one I recommend by Amazing Grass. It's a kid's superfood powder, and it contains all kinds of dehydrated vegetables and nutrients in there, mm -hmm. like oh. uh, kale, beets, oh. all kinds of delicious things. And it's just a tiny scoop, and it tastes amazing. So that's a good one. And then also you can put vegetables in your baking. So, you know, zucchini bread, carrot bread, all kinds. You can look up recipes or you could even email me for recipes. And then also dips. Dips are a great way to add nutrients to meals or lunches. So even hummus, there's beet hummus, sweet potato hummus, guacamole, all kinds lots of, of options. Right? Yeah, lots of dips. One last thing is maybe consider a dehydrator. Or you can do things in the oven, too. But you can make fruit and vegetable leathers, like strawberry beet or kiwi spinach or green apple spinach. You just put it in a blender. And if you have a dehydrator, you spread it on your dehydrator tray and dehydrate it. Or you can do it in the oven on a really low temperature, and you can make kind of fruit and vegetable roll-ups, oh, yeah. which is another way That's to get really yeah. veggies yeah. in there. So, Carrie, the three big takeaways for me in this talk is that, first of all, we all need to pay attention to what we feed children. Is it the quality and the healthfulness of it? Read labels. The second thing is that pressure is not helpful for children's eating, but choice is. Give them a choice in what they eat. And the last point, I think, for me, the takeaway is don't use food as a reward or a punishment. Thank you very much, Carrie, for coming and letting us know all this. And I think the parents are really going to enjoy hearing Thank about this. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to be back and be here. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. I'm going to try all these things next week for sure. Okay. Thanks. If you'd like to hear more about Carrie and what she does or even have her come and consult with you, then you'll find her information on our SoundCloud page. Thanks for listening.